Hello, and welcome to the Community IT Innovators Technology Topics Podcast, where we discuss nonprofit technology, cybersecurity, tech project implementation, strategic planning, and nonprofit IT careers. Find us at communityit.com. So um, welcome to Community IT Voices. Um, my name is Carolyn, and I'm here with Jose Antonio. And um, Jose Antonio, can you tell us uh, your full name and your title and how long you've been at Community IT? Sure. Hi, Carolyn. How are you? So my name is Jose Antonio. Um, I work with Community IT as a service desk manager. That's my role in the company. And I started with Community AT about six years ago. So basically, I oversee the help desk activities. Um, so the help desk main goal is to restore services, to help our clients uh, to solve problems with technology, fulfill service requests, any service requests they might have, like onboarding, offboarding, things like that. Uh, and of course, making sure that the clients have, you know, a good a positive experience. So that's that's basically what I do. That's my res main responsibility. What do you do on a typical day? Or is there a typical day? It's, that's a good question. It's not, there's not typical day, actually. Um, um, pretty much every day is, is, is different. Like, you know, our, our clients have many different problems, right? Uh, but I think I can summarize that every day I coordinate the workload for my team. You know, we basically are in constant communication, discussing uh, resolution plans for incidents, you know, complex problems and things like that. Um, I monitor the call center activities and based on the call volume or the number of tickets, which, you know, may vary along the, during the day or during the week. Then we uh, try to adjust capacity, uh, either pulling team from, people from other teams or, you know, uh, maybe it's just removing people from the team uh, to assist with other things. So basically it's adjusting capacity to, uh, you know, achieve our service level agreements with our clients. Another part of the job of my typical days is working with IT business managers, which is um, a figure that we have for planning with the clients. And, um, we try to make sure that all the documentation for our clients is current, is updated, is clear, and of course is sufficient to provide support, which is our main goal. Um, I work with my team also uh, a lot on their professional development. The idea is that all our staff, uh, our technical staff stays trained, knowledgeable with technology, and they are familiar with the platform that our clients have, uh, the way they can provide support. Um, and I also coordinate dispatches when we have to send someone on site uh, to resolve some, something that cannot be resolved remotely, then I coordinate that as well. Um, what is the, the best part about your job? Wow, many things. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I think the biggest satisfaction for me is, you know, helping my team assist in our organizations. Uh, to achieve their goals. Uh, we, we work with nonprofits, you know, and so I think that their, their goal is, is very, their, their mission is very important and our goal is to help them achieve that mission. So when we work with these organizations and by organizations, I mean the people that come from those organizations, they always have, you know, feedbacks for us, either, either good 
or not that good, but it's always, you know, very um, useful to hear uh, when they have positive experiences. It's, yeah, it's very rewarding. It's nice to hear that. One thing that amazes me, and I think is, is also a beautiful part of the job, is the relationship that the techs or the engineers establish with the customers and vice versa. Like I can see how they get to know each other and they become familiar with them. So they, they always mention names in their feedbacks. And whenever we happen to have someone new, they immediately recognize that, hey, this person is new, you know, I just met this person. So they always say something about it. So it's, it's beautiful to be part of that experience, see how our, use, our customers get to know our staff. You know, that's, that's a nice part, I think. That's great. Um, what is something about your job um, that we probably don't know that you'd like people to know about your job? So the way we work is we work with a ticketing system, right? So you either call to the help desk or you submit a ticket via email. You submit an email and that either way, you will create a ticket or we will create a ticket for you. Once we finish working with your ticket, we're going to send you a survey to, for you to rate the service that we provided for you. And they always provide feedback, either positive or neutral or not positive, or, you know. Uh, and it's always nice to hear or to read all these comments. Um, um, and we read all of them, you know. I think I can talk on behalf of the whole company. We do read all our, our we call them CSATs, right? So our CSAT comments, we, we read all of them. So I, I, I wish I could thank personally each of them, which is impossible because there are too many, but we take them really seriously, uh, those comments. So. Why did you apply to community IT? What was it about community IT that seemed like a good place to work? So for me, it was... Mm, I didn't apply actually, they found me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad they did <laughs> because I wasn't really familiar with MSP before. My previous experience was in, in a internet service provider for many years. And when I, I was, I, I happened to be studying to get a certification in IT. And that's because I have moved from my home country to this country and I, I was studying English, I was studying IT. Uh, and then the directors of the school said, hey, I have this MSP company that is looking to expand you know, their help desk team. And I think you should be, uh, you should apply or you should you know, go to an interview because they are, they, are, they are looking for people in this school and I think you'd be a good fit. And I'm like, okay, sure, let's do that. So they, they called me, Community IT called me and we had an, a, a fun interview. I hadn't taken my certification yet, my exam, so they say, okay, they heard about me and everything. And they say, okay, let's talk six months later. And that's what happened. So six months later, I, got, I had gotten already my certification. I was about to finish my course and they called me and they invited me for an interview in person. And boom, it happened, I started. Um, then I progressively started learning what an actual MSP was. <laughs> you know, I had my research by, before coming to the interview, but. I'm like, oh, you know, we help all these organizations that are all here in DC pretty much. Of course, some of them are not in DC, but, but a lot of them are in DC. I didn't know how 
it's, it's huge the amount of nonprofits in the DMV area. Uh, so uh, there was there was a discovery for me. So I, I can't let it go. You said that you came here from your home country. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, yeah. So I came six years ago from Venezuela. I'm from Venezuela originally, and uh, I worked uh, back in Venezuela. I worked in a uh, internet service provider, uh, and all my years there were mm, projects for websites or uh, applications for our uh, retail stores. And then I was working in marketing for eight years. So when I came here, I had already took some classes to when I was like 20 or something. I was in college still to, for about, you know, class, English classes as a second language, but I never really used it. <laughs> and then I came here and I'm like, okay, I have to study English if I want to find a job. So that's why I went to this school to get a job and to get a certification in IT. Do you, would you say that community IT was a welcoming place to someone where English is your second language and you're an immigrant to the United States, DC area? Definitely, yes. I think community IT has, uh, is very diverse. You know, uh, the staff is very diverse. I was realizing last week with someone who just joined my team that we have at least four languages in my team besides English. And I'm like, wow, this is such a great opportunity. You know, like if someone needs to talk in these languages, they can probably, you know, we can probably do something about this because uh, that's, that's, that's a very, I think it's a very safe place to work in that, in that sense. Especially I would think if you're having a technology problem, something isn't working, it can be very complicated. And for the person at the client, it can be extremely stressful to try and explain something in maybe English is not their first language either. Um, so I can see that would be a great advantage to be able to communicate with somebody who's having a very stressful day in a way that can help the situation. You're right. It definitely is, and which we we actually have had uh, cases where, uh, you know, we have clients or organizations who happen to have staff overseas or just here, but they don't, you know, they're new or they just don't know how to explain this, and sometimes they ask, "Hey, can I have? Do you have someone who speaks this language? Can I can I talk to that person?" And so I myself have jumped into calls as a translator, <laughs> which I never thought I would do at this job, but I did, uh, I have. That sounds like a great skill. Um, my next question is also about skills. So it sounds like you took a couple different career steps from websites and marketing to getting certi certified to supervising the help desk. So if you looked back on you know, what you were studying or what would have helped you into a nonprofit IT career when you were in high school or college. Um, can you give us some advice on the sort of things that are helpful to prepare you for that kind of career? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're, you're right. Um, so back in my home country, I, many years ago, I got a bachelor degree in system engineering. And that took me to work in projects. And then I worked in marketing in the same company. 
for for many years. Um, I don't know if I was trying to get a, a job in a in a nonprofit IT. Um, you know, as I said before, that just happened. But I definitely love the place, and I love how we uh, you know focus on on helping others to achieve that those, those goals uh, as nonprofits. You know. All right. So my next question is related. Um, I know that kind of IT support maybe has a lot of stereotypes, some that are fair and some that maybe are unfair. Um, and especially you work with the service desk or a help desk. Um, so are there some personality traits that are um, good for a person who is going into that kind of career or maybe some personality types that surprised you would be very successful at um, being on a help desk? Yes, to be honest, yes. Actually, um, it requires um, a lot of empathy. You know, I think it's important that you like to work with people, that you like to talk to people, that you have the capacity to remain calm uh, when basically we're just receiving calls from customers uh, who have problems. You know, sometimes they're uh, stressed about technology. They feel like they are not achieving their uh, goals or things that they need to do. They can't deliver to their teams because they, their work is not IT, but they use IT as a tool and so they feel frustrated or stressed. And so you, you must have the capacity to, to kind of be a good listener, understand um, um, what we call active listening, um, be able to diffuse stress somehow, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, uh, help people. You know, if you like to help people, I think it's a very good fit for for this job. And of course, if you like technology as well. Right. Yeah. What, um, my next question is, what is one thing that you thought you knew about this job when you were coming into it that you were totally wrong about? <laughs> Something that really surprised you. No, actually that question, it, it's a, there's a, a very funny story there because the real reason why I decided to go back to IT after marketing First, because of course, you know, I needed to work on something that I feel comfortable with, right? And so I was okay, that's, you know, something I'm gonna do. Um, but also I was studying English and I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm not, I'm not proficient in English. So I don't know if I'm gonna be able to work in marketing anymore. And so I decided to pursue my, my go back to my, my roots in, in IT, in information technology. And I thought that working with computers would be, easier because I was not going to, I, I didn't, I, I was not going to, to, to be in a position where I had to talk to people. And guess what? My first job was in the call center answering phone calls. So I had to talk to people every day, all day long. And that was a huge lesson to me. No matter how much I knew about technology, I needed to know about people too. So <laughs> I'm still learning, you know, every day. So that was the biggest thing that I was mistaken about. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would you say to someone who's working in nonprofit technology who maybe isn't as fulfilled in their job um, as you seem to be, or maybe isn't getting the support or the training that they need? Like, 
where do you turn for encouragement and how, what resources would you advise people to turn to if they want to, um, to strengthen their career and get support? This is a very complex question. <laughs> um, well, if, if, if someone is not feeling, you know, well or, or complete or fulfilled uh, in their job, I think we need to dig a little bit more about why are you feeling that way? What is exactly the areas that you are not comfortable with? You know, maybe you need to grow to certain areas and use in the same field, the same career, or maybe you just need to change career. I don't know. So that's why I think is 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 I think is kind of difficult to answer that because every situation is different. Um, but I think one of the things that help and the most and I think helped me as well is number one find a mentor you know uh, find someone who has more experience than you uh, who is willing to give you some advice and you know try to ask as many questions as you as you have um, and maybe you don't need one mentor maybe you can have more than one mentor uh interview people who do what you think you might like doing uh find people who has do you know those jobs that you you feel like oh maybe this is the path i want to pursue and talk to them you know it, everything or a lot of things are about people you know if you can talk to people i'm sure people will be willing to 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 talk to you to help you figure out what you what you want i have myself have found a situation where people have called me and say hey can you help me i think i want to do this and i'm like oh you know this is nice that um so if if you approach someone with a question like that i think they're going to feel good about it like oh it's good that i can help someone let me see if my experience uh, says something to you something useful are there any um are there any specific certifications or any um, job experiences that uh, really can help um, help your career in IT support? Definitely, there are many uh, certifications that you can take, uh, and uh, this this field is very um, broad. And there are many, many areas of knowledge. So if, if someone wants to pursue an IT certification, I think, first of all, you need to um, find out what is your level of experience. If you have any certification already, you know, what would be the next step? Um, there, is, there is a site, um, a, a, an association, it's called Computing Technology Industry Association. It's also now as CompTIA. It's an American nonprofit, and they they issue professional certifications for information technology, and they have a roadmap uh, in, uh, of the, of IT certifications. They include in this roadmap not only theirs but also Microsoft, IBM, Cisco, PMI, and so I would suggest that if someone wants to pursue an career in IT, they go to this site to find that roadmap and see where you are and where do you wanna go. So that's a good place to start. That's great advice. That's great advice. I know you just said that it's a very broad career. Um, and I think um, 
with what Community IT does in serving only nonprofits, some people might have questions about their IT support career. Should they go into a job like Community IT that focuses on nonprofits when there are many other um, areas where you could work in IT? Um, so did you have any doubts about joining Community IT or working with nonprofit technology um, in general? And now that you're at been at Community IT for six years, do you have any like advice to your to your earlier self of go ahead and take the job? I never had doubts, um, but I think I never knew the potential. Like there are, as I said before, there are so many nonprofits in DC, uh, in the DMV area, and not only here, but you know across the country. So there's a lot of marketplace to work you know related to nonprofits so no doubts that you can definitely make a career in this area um so when people ask you what does community it do like if you meet somebody at a party what what do you say how do you explain it i think i say that we provide services for uh organizations nonprofit organizations and we help them achieve their goals that's what we every day. I love it. Thank you so much for this interview today, Jose Antonio. It was wonderful talking to you. Well, thank you very much, Caroline, for having me. Community IT does these free webinars and podcasts for our community, and we love sharing our knowledge and experience. If you have more questions or are having trouble with your IT at your nonprofit, please get in touch with us on our website, www.communityit.com so we can start a conversation or schedule an assessment. Downloading any of our free resources there will get you signed up for our webinar reminders and you can attend our next webinar in real time and ask our experts your own questions. If you love podcasts, please subscribe and leave us a rating to help others find this leadership resource for nonprofits.